Black Box Radio. This is the Fit Twins. We got uh, Fit Tribe Wellness in the house, twin. And I'm Queen of B from Black Box Radio. We're going to power up. <laughs> I never know which way to do it. <laughs> no, we powered up. Whatever, we powered. It's all good. We powered up. <laughs> you never know which way to go. It's all good. So, um, you know, we, everybody's familiar with you, but, you know, talk to the people. Talk about Fit Tribe. Talk about yourself. Let's let's do it. Introduce you. Introduce me. Hi. My name is Amadi, a.k.a. The Belly Therapist, founder of Fit Tribe Wellness, where my mission is to motivate, educate, and empower women of color to unleash their inner warrior by maintaining healthy lifestyles. I help women celebrate their bodies while healing their bellies. Ooh. Well, what does all that mean? Yes. That's fancy for I'm a personal trainer, certified. <laughs> I do core healing for moms, uh, postpartum. And I do a lot of nutritional consultations and holistic, I'm a holistic healing advocate. Um, so yeah, so even if you hire me as a personal trainer, the first half hour might just be us sitting and talking and you releasing some trauma or pain or whatever it is you need. So I basically take a holistic approach to um, supporting women in their healing journey. So you're really a therapist. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I support people virtually and in person. So I have clients, they come here to my home and I also um, serve them virtually. I love that. So um, this is the chop up. We're at the end of 2020. It has been a different year, sis. Real talk. It has been a uh, um, a year of a lot of adjusting. Um, we've had a lot of loss this year um, as a human race, just in um, the US and the world per se. We've had a contagion around us most of the, the whole time COVID-19. Um, our families have been uh, re- realigned, schooling, the way that we shop, the way that we communicate, the way that we uh, Interact. Interact. Everything has changed in 2020. 2020. It, it has been, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I would say the season of adjustments. Mm-hmm. So we're about to, um, this is uh, the 23rd. So we are actually two days from Christmas. I'll be remiss to not say my father was born on this day. He's, mm-hmm. he's now um, deceased, but um, I miss him and I wanted to kind of give an ode to him and today would be his birthday. Aww. Yeah, December 23rd. Um, I just thought of that and um, you know, happy, happy birthday, Doc. So I miss him and, but you know, he gave me all I got. You were close? Yeah, we were really close. Um, he died very early, right after I graduated from Morgan the same year. Mm. So um, it's been a while, but you never forget your dad. You know, you never forget your dad. But anyway, we don't want to be sad. We want to um, talk on good things. 2020, what has it been for you? Um, 
I would uh, I would say it's probably one of my favorite years in my entire 43 years of of of, of uh, existing in this life. Love it. Yeah. I did not expect that. I love it. Expound. <laughs> yeah. Um, I set out uh, a few goals in December, November, December of the previous year, 2019. And I literally, you know, and then let me go back even further. A year before that, 2018, I set out for some goals. So a combination of those from 2018 and those from a year ago, 2019, I actually accomplished all this year because of the pandemic, in part because of the pandemic. Wow. So yeah, I, you know, I'm a list person. I make lists. Yes. And I check them off where I deleted or, you know, whatever it is, you know, done, right? And um yeah, I mean, stuff, I got stuff crossed off lists that weren't even on the list. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I worked my butt off from January until August. I mean, sometimes I would work 10 hours a day. Sometimes, I mean, I... For August? Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, in a specific kind of way, because I was in a women's business program. I was there... Um, extensive um, program um, um, so that now I can now call myself the belly therapist, um, learning a certain uh, technique in order to heal women in a, in a very specific, a specific way. Um, I took a couple of classes outside of business just for personal development. Um, I grew my business um, in multiple ways. I had to adjust to the way that I was providing service. So, um, you know, canceling that gym membership and now moving to online to, to you know, accommodate people, um, opening my, my home, I moved, I have a new home now. Um, I'm engaged, you know. Um, wow, you didn't tell anybody that, that was a secret. Uh, I wouldn't say a secret, just, you know, I'm a very private person. Okay. Um, well, you sure ain't today, damn it. Huh? Well, you sure ain't today, damn it. Well, it was a recap of 2020. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just um, I've, I've uh, always sought out mentors, and I finally have some really awesome mentors. And um, um, to show my gratitude to the universe for sending them to me, I also now mentor. Um, a couple of people, you know, so I give, I get, and then I give it right to someone else who reminds me of me when I was like, where, where, I need somebody to help. So I like, I'm like, look, no, I'm going to help. You. I'm going to be that person. I'm going to be what I, what I need in my life. So. I agree. I've been one of them. Yes. <laughs> I'm a minty guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I think it was, it's, it had, now there have been many, many, many challenges this year. Um, and I wouldn't change anything. I would. I don't regret anything. It's made me um, not necessarily just stronger, but more um, insightful, more strategic, more efficient. Ooh. You know, when you kind of hit a wall, and you're like, you know, like. 
for example, something like discount codes on my website. I could not get that discount code thing to work for two weeks. I'm like, oh my God, like literally it was like killing me. And then one day I just got on and I was very calm and I took a deep breath and then I looked at the page and I'm like, oh, I gotta go here. And it worked. I just took a deep breath and I just like released. Sometimes I felt like again? Yeah, we felt like we breath again. Did you say breath? Did you say it? Yes. <laughs> if anybody knows the Fit Twins, every time we talk about what? Big news. <laughs> so here we go. So you took a deep breath and here it came. Yeah. The answer wow. was standing right in front of me for the past two weeks, but I ignored it, hidden in plain sight. It's that breath. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's like a reset. You look at things, you breathe, and then, ah, uh, things get clearer. Sometimes you got to let go in order to, you know, you have to release. Like, you can't receive if your hands are clenched up like this. Ooh. You have to release in order to receive sometimes. A cold like, hand receives nothing. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so anyway, how was it for you? You blew my mind with that uh, best year of your 43 years. You bust me open with that one. <laughs> I gotta, I'm trying to get over, I gotta breathe over here to get it together. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but I mean 2020 what I will say is 20 well in 2019 I kind of stepped out of my um my zone of um what I would say normalcy and um the state my like my standard life and and one and created black box radio and 2020 has been like a um, artist that has a sketch and you just keep sketching and you keep creating and you keep scaling and you keep building out. When it comes to Black Box Radio, that's what 2020 has been for me. Um, the time that we've had to, to, to actually slow down and because uh, we had to, <laughs> the quarantine and all of that has really, um, I really accessed my creative juices. Mm. And um, also, it slowed life down, so I would I would focus more on the juice mm. and the creativity. Because a lot of times you can be creative, but you got so much shit going on. You know what I'm saying? You you like it, it passes you by. But I've had time to listen to the voice. The voice is there. A lot of times we just don't have the time to listen to it because we're on the move. Yeah. You know, we're in a society that we're running after that bag. We're doing this. We got our children. We got our stuff we want to do. And you forget the stuff that's inside of you sometimes and how that needs to flower just like your life. 2020 has allowed me to water that seed inside. And I've been able to kind of manifest that seed sometimes too much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My creative juices are they're a little <laughs> out of control um but um i'm very grateful mm -hmm. for um 2020 um in a lot of ways because i read something today if 2020 did not enact your hustle then you ain't got nothing in you <laughs> that's real talk right there yeah. if 2020 didn't, didn't make you hustle 
then you just need to work. Real talk. That's a good point. It's a good point. I read that and I was like, you know, that is true. 2020, man, man, I don't care if you're working, you still had to augment that. There's been some augmentation to everything in your life. This is the year of change. Yeah. The reset is the truth. It was like, you've had to reset. And I know a lot of people, I know some people that, you know, they had like a side hustle and now they had to bring that to the forefront because of their... uh, full-time employment kind of changed. Exactly. And a lot of them are, you know, older than me. And they're like, oh my God, I don't want to have to do this online. I say, you better adjust. You better, you better get over that because you the the business that does not adjust with the times will not succeed. All day. Or there or more, you know, the chances of it succeeding will, you know, go down. But exactly. You gotta adjust with the times. Exactly. And, and I had to swallow that too and, and hone into um, technology and um, get more, get more um, technical efficient. Um, because if you want to have a viable business right now, you have to use social media. You have to kind of... Um, have an email list. Yeah, you got to be on the computer. I don't, it's no way. And I think they've, COVID, I think Rona has actually steered us more. It's been if, for for the techno folk. They've steered us more more into it because you don't have a choice. I mean, every meeting, every people birthdays, funerals, everything. Funerals? funerals are online. Yes, you didn't know that. Yes, people had the whole funeral online. Yes. I heard of that. I mean, it makes sense, but I didn't, it didn't even dawn on me. Exactly. If you, and you could go back and actually it's kind of maybe cathartic or maybe therapeutic because sometimes you can go back to that funeral and kind of visit your memory, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, now um, funerals are online. Everything that we've done in more of a intimate setting, like coming together has mm-hmm. been grown up and changed and I it's it's very what I will say is 10 years from now I'm gonna say I lived through 2020 I hope if God bless me because it is it is something that of course we're going to move on but I don't think we'll never forget it oh no no it's it's life-changing yeah I mean when you start seeing billboards and commercials and um even some acting like you know movies or whatever um magazines where people have masks on you know it's yeah. to me i feel like okay it's either not gonna go nowhere no time soon uh or you know the remnants of it are gonna trail all you know follow us for a while i don't know but um yeah 2020 we'll never forget and i'm not saying just because this is my favorite year doesn't mean i didn't have any difficulties or challenges. I had a lot of challenges. Um, I did a lot of healing, which is snotty and, you know, messy and, and uncomfortable and, you know, isolating and heavy, but it's great. I'm good. That's good. I mean, because I think half of the battle in this thing is mindset. And- oh, 100%. Everything life is is mindset. Everything is mindset. Evidently, evidently, that's true. That is true. And when you're going through something like this, where it changes your whole 
uh, movement and the way that you usually move, you gotta, you gotta explain it to yourself in a positive way. And a lot of things um, goes crazy because the way we explain it to ourselves, we make it negative. And I've had to say, listen, we gotta do it this way so we can be successful. And I think as we move towards the technical age, it's gonna make, make everything more successful because you already have yourself- Made that adjustment. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So in a lot of ways, like I said, I'm grateful. I'm, um, I'm learning a lot of things. I, it's almost like being in school in your life. <laughs> you know, it's like you continue. It's like, I think I just graduated elementary school <laughs> in, my, in my life because in this new technical life, I would say, because I'm just learning so much. And I don't know, I'm, I'm like I said, very grateful. I'm hoping to expand and do greater things. Um, I hope we can do some, uh, next year because you know we got to talk about our next moves real talk i hope we could do some uh classes with black women or women outside or inside whatever yeah. we come together and 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 move that would be great that would be amazing because i hear hear people say well you know i don't know i don't want to go to the gym or i don't want to listen let's do something outside and interactive i'm in yeah, I know. We talked about it. So I think I'm, I'm really looking forward to that because uh, I feel like I haven't, you know, I'm watching you bring you, give me the quad every day. You know, you send me the quad. <laughs> the quad? You, I call it the quad. Amadi's quad. That's you and Ford's. Oh, the quadrants. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I call it. <laughs> yep. yeah you send me the quad and you're doing different exercises. And I'm like, dang, this is my dad going on the exercise queen right here. So that's what's up. Yeah, you need to come on. Yeah. I, I would love to. You know, I told you. Listen, we're going to do that. You can turn your camera off. Some of, the, some of the women turn their camera off and put it on mute, and they do their workout behind closed camera <laughs> and or. Yep, yep. Just, you know, but I was telling you, just like you, I need room. You know, you know like you said, you need to move to develop some things and you got more um, like kitchen space. Maybe you're telling me that. Yeah. I need to do some so I can move so I can do some of these movements. I need I need some more room. That's really what it is. This is this is a studio. It's not a lot of room here. Do the so you can have the furniture or you can really go through some of your stuff and figure out what you really don't need and get rid of it and open up the space. <laughs> don't need nothing. <laughs> we throw all of it out. <laughs> I like all that. You look, it's like you're in a museum over there, Joe. Shit. I stand here and this is where I teach my classes. And I love it. Clients that come see me. So I've literally turned my, my living room into a studio. So my furniture moves. So I have so a, a, a chair here, another matching one here. When I'm done with our um, interview, I'll put that back over there. I haven't gotten a sofa yet. I kind of like it without a sofa, but I, like it without a sofa. I love that space there. Um, that, that space is nice. I really, really like it. It, it seems so, um, I know it's cultural, it's open, it's all of that. Yeah. It's museum ish. I love it. It is kind of museum museum as well. You got to come over one day. All day. You know it. You cook dinner. I'm there. <laughs> so, I'll cook dinner. I love cooking dinner. I ain't cooking dinner tonight, but. So, 
what is, so what is what is the next step or next few steps for Black Box Radio? Black Box Radio. What we doing next? Well, we gonna um, you know, the New Year's coming, so we gotta talk about we got to get this new president. One twenty. So you know, we're more of a news. We do a lot of newsy stuff too. So we're gonna talk about that. We got the power play coming in with these uh, with black women who I've had a panel with before. So okay. we're gonna um, come together on one twenty one twenty one. Okay. And then February is Black History Month, so you know we black up, sis. Mm -hmm. so we're gonna do. We're gonna. We're gonna come out with a lot. Try to do a lot of things. Black History Month, and then we're just gonna keep creating. That's that's really what it is. And I want to do events when uh, COVID gives us the grace <laughs> that we can interact again and be outside. Um, part of what we do is make events, and so we. That's you know that's a stream of income that keeps us viable. The mic is free. The income comes from the events. You know. So develop some of those and um, partner, keep th doing things with my partners. We got to blow the fit twins up, you know, continue that mm -hmm. um, and get creative in how we interact also. And I know we're going to have some bomb guests next year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on and popping. I know our guest is going to be on point so I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to the guests that we're going to have and the information we're going to give to the people and I'm developing some social initiatives too to partner with Black Box and um, do some things with some young people here in Baltimore and um, teach some great skills and, and let them teach me too and interact interacting with the community is, is, is where I'm at so that, that, that's my scale wonderful what about the tribe? What's the tribe doing, Shawty? Tribe. Um, the tribe. Um, um, I think that the tribe will start to form partnerships around the country with organizations that uh, support, uh, serve and support the same populations that I do. Um, there are a lot of organizations that support pregnant women and um, moms after they, you know, had their children, you know, either soon after, right after or five years later, but they don't have a whole lot of postpartum services. And what I do is considered postpartum. And so, um, a couple of organizations have actually reached out to me already. Um, one of them is here in Baltimore called the Bloom Collective, and they um, they help support uh, pregnant women and moms postpartum with um, breastfeeding, child uh, childbirth education classes, mental health classes, prenatal yoga, um, all kinds of things. And so I'm a part of the postpartum um, service. So um, we have a group starting January 2nd. And then um, uh, a good friend of mine um, who's in Detroit, she started the Detroit Mama Hub. Um, we're gonna partner up and um, I'm gonna do some work with the women in Detroit. And um, so it's, you know, good tribe wellness, belly therapy is, is kind of moving across 
to the west, up north to the west. So um, I see more partnerships forging um, um, and um, yeah, and I, and I think that's kind of what I want to focus on. Um, I think I want to focus, like work with, I mean, I want to work with individuals also, but I want to work with organizations because they already have um, a membership base or like a clientele. Um, and, um, and a lot of times these organizations might have grants and these grants can help um, provide financial assistance to the women who might not be able to afford some of the services. And so if, if, a, if a woman needs a service, but she can't afford it and there's no support, chances are she won't move forward with getting the service that she needs. Yeah. And so work, one of the benefits to work with organizations that have grants is that that won't be the case. So, you know, the grant could, you know, take up some of the slack so that the woman can, can receive the services. So, um, so I'm excited about that. And just keeping on um, um, educating women and serving women and helping them um, show up as the better, you know, the better version of themselves. Excellent. I mean, that sounds quite amazing. Yeah. Um, and having access to member memberships and things like that, it makes you build. You don't have to build as hard. Yeah. You show up whole with your program intact and just access their membership. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm just a little tired. So normally I'm, you know, but I'm a little tired. But yeah. I'm tired. What's going on with you? I work today. Right. I, I worked. I went in the day. They got every dollar off me today. They dust me out with a dust shot. <laughs> right, paycheck. Paycheck. Show. Let me listen. I left here seven something, and I just got in. And they, I left here with my lights on in my car, and I came back with my lights. Wow. And I'm telling you, they worked every. I'm so they worked every speck of dust off me today. <laughs> I'm telling. This is uh. -uh. This is not, and you know what, really, honestly, I feel like I lost a day. And this is something, you know, as a professional, I was doing every day, mm. sometimes two jobs, contracts mm. at work from morning to night, every day on call. And it was regular. I went in today and now I felt like I just lost a whole week. It hit you differently, didn't it? And, oh my gosh, I cannot, I'm saying to myself, no, that's not for me. And it's, 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 and it sounds crass. It sounds, but I'm honestly saying I'd rather be in a state where I don't have a lot than to give all my greatness to a employment all day. Yeah. Not eight to nine out. Nah, that's that. That one is hard to, to swallow. And I'm so blessed to be employed. It is not, this is not no knock against employment. Um, I understand if you're employed, you listen, we got to take care of our things, but yeah, I'm willing to sacrifice these things. Yeah. To build something. Whereas when I get up in the morning, I'm excited to go. I did not want to go. And I, while I was there, they beat the dust off me. Like I'm saying, <laughs> COVID-19 is killing us. The medical field, whoo, COVID-19 is unbelievable. I I'm telling you, I was there for six hours and we collected 90 samples. 
80 samples. Whoa. Whoa. I'm just one person. You work in the lab? I do. So you so you are one of those people that uh, processes lab work and gets give like you'll do a test to see if someone has diabetes or something wrong with their thyroid or you, go. you got it. Yeah, I might need some lab work. How do I can I get a hookup? What you mean hookup? Yeah, so you know, we do the blood game. We do that that human blood game, but I was just like, man. But anyway, uh, my my thought was to say is the genius of humans of the, what capitalism does is it sets up these institutions and we take ourselves there and give everything to that. And on, in turn, they tell us benefits, hourly pay, maybe 401k, 401k, you know, the, you know, the um, investment part of it that they actually play with and control to in the stock market. And we buy into that. And not that it's bad, please. It's not I'm saying it's bad. I'm saying that, that I don't think I can participate. So what you gonna do? I don't know. Well, what I'm gonna do, do you see that car sitting right there? What is that? Black box radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. And so I have to develop that into something that I smile every morning to go sit in and keep developing. If you want different in your life, family, you have to make it happen. And sometimes that means you gotta do something different. That's, there's not a job out here that's gonna develop you. It de The job develops itself and you give it your genius. But if you wanna develop you, you gotta develop you. You have to invest in you. And um, it's nothing wrong with working and I will continue to work, I am employed. But today was a eye opener. Because I work on weekends, you know, I don't work in a week. So I picked up a shift. Okay. Yeah. You know, working for yourself, small business uh, ownership is um, not easy. And I've heard in 2020, I mean, by the way that I've, you know, stuff that I've seen and heard, you would think, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the year where the most businesses were filed, like, you know, started. Everybody has their own business. Everybody wants to do this. Everybody wants to do that. I have, you know, family members that, you know, start their own business. And I'm like, you sure? You know, I know you don't want to pay. You can just start it. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because like this ain't, this ain't, you know. This is, this is not for the faint heart. Owning your own business is not for the scared. You can't be, you, you can't have fear. You have to um, be able to <laughs> take you a out of your own way. And you got to, like you were saying, you have to invest in yourself. A lot of people will see that they want to start a business, but they don't want to further their education. And I'm like, no, that's how you stay ahead of the competition. Exactly. Like, I'm about to, you know, take another certification. So I'm adding on to the belly therapy. I'm not going to, I'm going to take another certification and yep. I'm reading this book. And then I'm going to take that class. Like I'm always going to grow. And that's just the, the the knowledge in terms of the like the, the meat of the the veggie meat of the business yeah. but then there's customer service and there's the financial piece and there's the social media 
social media and then you know there's so many things involved yes owning your own business a lot of people throw that around like yeah i got my own business okay i got my own business is it you got got business insurance you got a business bank account you better say it sis you know do you have an account bba business bank account y'all there there we go that BBA is important. Are you filing taxes? Right. With that business, can you can you go and sit to the in the SBA and talk about viable <laughs> investment into your business? Because it's your, yeah, what is your mission statement? Tell yeah. me. What's your, what's your pitch? What is the pitch? Let me hear oh, the pitch. <laughs> you gotta have all of that. And so, but it's a process and you will learn it, but to say, oh, I got my own business and you still working 40 hours, that's a great thing. But to get out of that 40 and to really work into your own business, that's what shit hits the fan, you know? You learn a lot about yourself that you probably didn't know. Whoa, I'm telling you. And self-actualization, if you don't have none, go to work. (laughs) <laughs> if you yes if you're not a self-starter motive if you don't motivate yourself if you um are used to you know not taking orders i don't want to say it that way but if you're used to receiving structure yeah that's how i used to be when i first started i was used to being told what to do and then i would have no problems i wouldn't have to guess i know exactly what to do he go to yeah. instructions bam 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 yep I didn't really, that's why I was looking for a mentor. I need somebody to tell me what to do because I don't know what the hell to do. I just know how to train somebody. I know how to make them feel good. I know how to make them look good. Yes. Other, all this other stuff, business bank account, what? Like marketing, what? I got to do more than just train people? Like I ain't signed up for all this. <laughs> you got to learn or you got to have the resources to hire somebody who does. You're going to learn today. And most people with new businesses, there's not a lot of resources. I mean, their score through the SBA, right? Yeah, I need to look into them. Yep, score is a great, and, and score is um, tied executives who mentor you and yeah. mentor you about your business, but you have to go through the SBA, but you still gotta be a viable entity. You have to have, I'm sure, EIN number. And that's free. That's the first step, right? One of the Look first steps. Um, but once you get that, then the state of Maryland is gonna make you file taxes. <laughs> so you got to be ready for that and you need some a bank account you know you need to get on dun and brad street you got to do some things yeah you know so, so beautiful but the back office is what you got to concentrate on yeah and yourself because if you're not if you're building the business and you're still stagnant within yourself the business is going to have a hard process growing i agree with that yeah I'm always trying to create and and self-teach and go out and learn from others and utilize it to build business, you know? And so it's not an easy thing, but it's a very satisfying thing. It's satisfying. It's definitely possible. Um, I think I was able to accomplish so much this year, going back to what you said, is because of, that's why I was saying the pandemic allowed me to do a lot of things online now that I've been wanting to do. Um, but also to slow down. Yes. In the rat race and doing this and doing this and doing this. Slow down. There's no way that probably a lot of people would have been able to get done this year what they did had it not been for the slowing down. 
Yes. Of our behavior patterns and our movements and, you know, even our thoughts to a certain degree. When you slow your, your movements down, your thoughts kind of have to slow down with that, right? So I wouldn't have had time because I would have been driving somebody to school, picking them up from soccer and doing this and, you know, doing that. And that slowing down helped. And it slowed us down so we can listen to that inner bloom, that inner voice, that mm -hmm. inner stuff. Mm -hmm. And that thing is important. And I will, I will try my best from henceforth is to make sure it always has a platform to talk to me. You understand what I'm saying? And, and for it to have a platform, I have to be intentional. Right. And I can't be at work every day, giving them eight to nine hours, beating the hell out of me, sucking COVID down my throat. <laughs> That's the real talk. <laughs> so, I mean, I have to really look at, you know, being free. And that freedom is developing that voice and listening to it and trusting it. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Because sometimes we hear things that people say, you know, something told me. That's that voice. But you don't listen. You be like, please, let me let me do what, I, what I'm comfortable doing. Because when you're comfortable, most of the times you're not learning. I agree with that, too. Got to be uncomfortable. <laughs> yep. Growth happens when there's a little bit of discomfort. Absolutely. Absolutely. Emotionally, physically, mentally, all, all that. Yeah. Most of the time when people start to lose weight, it's because the doctor told them you, you, you are in trouble. You're going to die. You're going to get diabetes. You're going to get hyper. You know, all people, oh, because uh, we're reactive. Yes. Yes. And, and the, the uncomfortable thing is the change. Right. Change your diet. Oh, no chicken box. No chicken. Well, even, even before that, I'm pretty sure that the person who's pre-diabetic is uncomfortable with their weight. Yes. I'm pretty sure they're uncomfortable with how their body looks. Yeah. How they feel when they wake up or when they go to bed. I'm pretty sure that just that discomfort. Exactly. Because require. even skinny diabetics are uncomfortable with how they feel. They might not be fat. Right. They're not feeling well. Right. And one thing you can't buy, let me tell you, family, is health. You got to work on her. <laughs> You got to do her. <laughs> it, it ain't I'm, I, you can have the, all the money in the world and be just as unhealthy. This is true, and I'll tell you another thing: the older you get, more than likely, the harder it will be. It will be, you know, the the older you get, the harder it will be to change your lifestyle habits as it relates to your health. It's going to get more difficult for many reasons one you're setting your ways and you're comfortable who wants to change when they've been comfortable for the past 30 40 years yeah um and then just breaking habits you might be addicted to sugar that's a really hard habit that most people don't even want to even talk about right um even if it's like a little scoop of this and you know and it lasts for a whole month but you One think Newton. And it's not a judgment i'm just saying it's hard to it's hard to break you know what i mean mm -hmm. and then you got the whole and for women specifically you have well men too to a certain degree depending on if you're stressed but even if you're not stressed the hormone the hormonal changes that a woman goes through at a certain age is yeah. a battle um you know, that we don't really 
talk about, you know, at least in my family, no one, none of the older women said, hey, you know, when you start hitting a certain age, you're going to start experiencing A, B, and C or whatever. And these are your hormones and blah, blah, whatever. Like, I didn't get that conversation. So I'm starting to see, all right. So my, thank God I have been eating healthy. You know, I've been a vegetarian, vegan, like kind of back and forth, raw food, like, you know, kind of experiment with so many different things for the past 21 years. Wow. Life. So that's my habit. So me going into old age in terms of eating healthy is probably going to be easier than 80% of the black women in this country, which I'm, you know. You started in your 20s. So you're almost like an old lady in this. Yeah, I mean, I, I started, I was became vegetarian March 17th, 1999. Mm. That I was eating wood. Wood? <laughs> Anything they put in front of me with cheese on it. Oh, God. 1990, what? Are you kidding me? Chicken box, chitlins, give it here. I'm eating it. No, I, no. I was a garbage can in 1999, but thank God today. And then two years, two, two, three years before that is when I cut all the relaxed part of my hair off of my head. So I've been natural before I became vegetarian. So I've been natural like 20. When I tell you, you just said it. I tell anybody when you change that, this thing right here, that hair, it changes everything. When I went natural, I first had dreads and I could slowly starting, I was still working and, and doing crazy and eating crazy, but slowly then that changed Then my consciousness started to change. Mm. And then my eating started to change. It was just a natural movement, but it started with here. Mm. Me, me too. Yeah. Getting that perm off that brain. And, and I remember, I remember I, I, I had a friend of mine, she double twisted my hair, uh-huh. maybe like this long, and half of it was straight. Wow. From the perm. Yep. And I had a kitty perm. I had like a PCJ or something like that yeah. because the other stuff was too harsh. Yep. Then I cut the, the straight part off. So I had these little, little, little. Yeah, what I got. Yeah. I went out in public. I went out in public and I just felt so like naked. I felt so like, you know, like uh, uncomfortable. I felt very uncomfortable. Not that I thought it looked bad, but I just wasn't used to it. You know? So that didn't last last very long. That didn't last very long. But we're acculturated like that, like hair, you know, because we come from a culturation of Europeans, long hair, straight, you know, that is beauty. It is not. It is, it is something that's been contrived. I'm not saying it's not beautiful. I'm saying it's not beauty for people who hair grows in coils. Yeah. If your hair grows in a coil, it's not naturally straight. <laughs> Get over it. And so when, you know, I just think that um, natural hair is the natural movement to, to a natural lifestyle. And I have seen a lot more people with uh, natural, natural hair. Um, yeah, it, it is definitely a, a thing now. I mean, when I had locks, I had locks twice. Um, Nobody had, a little bit of people had locks when I started. Not a lot, but. I mean, when I had locks, there were no locticians. Wow. So I'm like, 
you go to somebody and you pay them how much to do what to your hair? I said, if you don't come over here and give me that money, I swear. Like, locked and locked Do you, boo? Do you? I'm just saying, like, it ain't nothing for me to like wash my hair and twist it. Bam. Bam. Free Playing in my hair right now. And I don't know, with this natural hair, you just play in it. It's yours. You just, yeah. I always got my hand in it. Love it. Yeah. You know? And my I, mom even, my mom hates my hair, Marty. Why? Oh my gosh. She said, you look nice, but what is going on with your hair? She tells me that all the time. Well, how does her? Damn my hair. Because she's 80 and she's been taught about perms and that's her. She's been acculturated in that look. And my hair stand up on my head and, and I love it. And, you know, I'm sometimes I, you know, I don't even worry about no hair anymore. I just get up, and we're moving on. You know, because I love my natural hair; it's mine. I walk into professional environments, and I know they're like, <laughs> but I don't care; it's mine. But my mom hates it. <laughs> well, my mom, she, uh, I think it was the second time I had locks. She decided to lock hers. Really. Yep. So she grew hers all the way down past her butt. Like if she didn't move her hair, she would sit on her locks. And my aunt, um, whoa, my aunt, her younger sister, I started her locks in 2006. I can't remember. It might have been 199. I don't even know. It, it's been 20 years. And she actually came over a couple weeks ago and still has them. The same locks. Yep. Whoa. She trims them. She trims them, but yep, she's had the same, the same locks for like twenty plus years. Do you know that that those locks that I cut out, I still have. Really? And they're viable enough. I can sew them in my hair, and they will reattach. Well, you know what? Make That's space. Amazing, our hair is. Make space. Throw them things out. You got some extra room for some <laughs> workout uh, classes. <laughs> I clean them up and they are in a bag and I look at them sometimes, but they are viable. It's amazing that oh. that hair has been there for about 12, 15 years, 12 years. How long are they? They're about this long. Nice. And I can put them in my hair. Why'd you cut them? Because I was, first of all, I was balding in the middle mm. because of being unhealthy. And um, I had to do a lot of things with my diet to make my hair grow in the middle. And then I was just tired of them. And everybody had locks then. That's when locks was starting to pop. When, once mine got long, everybody was getting locks. I was like, oh. And I don't know what this thing is that we had to be so different. You know, that. I'm the same way. Huh? I'm the same way. And we, yeah, we got to be so different, but more or less, we all the same. And because we all have the same quality here, we just do different stuff with it. But, um, I just didn't want them anymore. And I don't want fi final. I want my hair to be free. I want it to be energy. You know, I want it to be able to, today wants to fall this way with the sun, or I want to fall that way. I want it to do whatever it wants to do. Mm -hmm. And so I just didn't want anything final. I don't even think I'm going to let it get long, long. If it do, it'd be a bush. Mm -hmm. That's why I love your bush. Cause I want, I want Angela Davis over chair. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to, I'm going to, um, let it grow. Um, talk about Angela Davis. Look. Excellent. I love that. Yeah, that, there you go. If I get that, I'm going to walk in like this. Uh, uh. 
<laughs> She's a bad lady. And what you know what I like about Angela Davis is? What? She's been Angela Davis since the beginning. Like it took me a while to get here. She was there in college. She was, she's always been Angela Davis with that fro. And she still is Angela Davis and bad and smart and powerful and black. That's what I love about her. Yeah. It takes some of us so long to, to you know, kind of walk into ourselves. Why do you think that is? I think our culturation, we, we, we fall for the okie doke as if we have to simulate into this society where there's no placement. Every place that a black person sits in, they've created it. Because there's no place for you. You got to create it. You got to kick in the door. You have to change the norm. You have to be seen or you will be ignored. It's not built for you. So within that, that that's why we love weeds. And I, you know, I hear the sister say, oh, you know, it's just, I just want to change it up. You don't see no white folks putting no Afro puffs in their hair. <laughs> you don't see, they don't do no change ups. <laughs> they're not doing no, no, nah, they're not doing the stuff we're doing. They, you don't see them go from blonde to black every day, the next day they're green. What, that? <laughs> what is all of that? That's us. And there's nothing wrong with being creative. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that we got to embody and love this, this coil black hair that grows out of our head. It is the most creative thing in the world. And there's nothing wrong with coloring it, color it, do what you want to do with it, but embody and love it. That's all I say. And I don't think we love our hair yet. I, I think there's a lot that we as a people don't love about ourselves, but I think that is actually, uh, 2020, a lot of people woke up. A lot of the planet woke up to a lot of what you said and, and even a bit deeper. Um, on a spiritual level, I think a lot of people are starting to actually see the matrix. Mm. I think a lot of people are starting to feel the matrix. I think a lot of people are uh, becoming fed up with the matrix. Um, yep. You know, I've seen, you know, what is it, 1984? Or was it 1983? Anyway, one of those, 1984, I think. And, um, you know, we've all seen the matrix, like all these movies that kind of predict where we're going or how, okay. how this society is, 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 um, structured and, you know, um, people are waking up. People are black, white, Indian, Asian, African, everything, everybody, people are waking up. I, think um, I don't think it's just a black thing. I think even white people are looking at themselves. I think Indian people, I think um, Spanish people, we all are doing self-examination and looking at the culture in which we are living in and seeing like, what is really going on here? Because I think we fall, all fall for the okie doke in some way. Yep, I agree with that. I think we've all fallen for it in some way at some point in our life. Um, and um, I can feel the consciousness rising. I can feel that more people are questioning, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. I know. Wait, why? I don't understand. Like, yeah. let me give you an example. All right, I went to the bank today. Okay. We had to wait in the lobby so one person at a time can be serviced at the cashier. I could tell, right. wow. No problem, okay, no problem. So then it was my turn, I went up. The lady behind the window, hi, how can I help you? 
It's like I need a deposit slip and a pen. She doesn't have gloves on. She has a mask on, of course. She's like, like doing this with the hand sanitizer, right? She takes yeah. the hand sanitizer bottle, pushes the pen with the bottle so that I can pick it up. And I'm like, okay. Now, when I give her cash and my driver's license that clearly I'm touching, she reaches out and grabs it with her hand. All day. But she didn't want to touch the pen. The money is dirtier, honey. All day. The, my driver's license could potentially be dirtier than that pen you probably just wiped off. But it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? But she probably wasn't aware that that doesn't make sense. This is a small thing. Now we like magnify it into something bigger with millions of people listening and following. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. If you are required to wear a mask because certain government officials, um, medical and technological, say that this is a contagious uh, virus. Um, we're gonna forget that that's debatable. We'll put that to the side. Let's just say we all agree with that, right? Mm -hmm. So when you go into a restaurant and it's time for you to eat, is it no longer not contagious while you're eating? Because you have to take your mask off and you're all breathing in the same air. So it's contagious here, but not here. Thank you. That doesn't make sense to me. To the point where they're eating outside and then they cover the outside. So you, it's an outside entity with a, like a tent for you to eat into. <laughs> so what did you do? Do you understand how mindset is? Because we have to have something. We, we got to continue to make this money. So we, we make ourselves make things make sense. Like I'll touch the money, but I'm not going to touch the pen. That don't make no sense. That make no sense. <laughs> I mean, and she was adamant, like she was not going to touch that pen. And I'm like, okay, no problem. But she was like, all right, I'll take the money. And I'm like, okay. I don't know. It's just, I, 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 you know, I think a lot of times people um, on, on the one hand, they just, um, going back to what you said, they just follow directions. Yeah. Some people are great at following directions and not questioning them. And especially when you take money every day. So money has money is something that's not a big deal to you anymore because that's what you do. You count it, you move it. So taking the money is what you do. So you forget that that's a contag that can be contagious because the contagion attaches to everything. Money, hair, yeah. air. Okay. Contagions don't just stop. They don't just chill. Yeah, I could have sneezed on that money before I came all in. Day. But no. Exactly. You've been, so. you've been with that pen all week. You've been with that pen all morning, at least. Like, you know what that, the life of the pen is, you know? Anyway. And that is particularly why the contagion is is so, it's so predatory because it's host, we're hosting it because we're not thinking. We're just doing and trying to continue our everyday life around something that's built to kill. That's just like walking into a place with a mass murderer and standing him, watch him murder and act like he's not gonna murder you. Mm. He's, a, he's built to kill. Mm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And, and because we're so spoiled and we're so, I don't know, we're spoiled, we're um, programmed. Mm -hmm. and, and, and not only that, our society is built on us working and buying into the stuff that society, the fluff of it. Like Christmas is fluff. Well, everything that we're doing is fluff to spend money. They make this shit up. 
we're the only Christianity is the only freaking prophet like Jesus that has a birthday <laughs> that people celebrate. You, you, you get what I'm saying? This is which is not December 25th. But that's what I'm saying. But what other prophet you know, like Muhammad and, and, and that that have birthdays? Oh, interesting. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. birthdays do they have? This is all European foolishness that they've created and contrived. So you can spend that cash. So we have to do that. So the working is for that. You know, I had a young lady say to me that I was being mean because I said you should tell them that two year old and that one year ain't no such thing as no Santa Claus. That's mean. That's no, it's mean that we lie. We've been lied to and we continue to lie. That's what's mean. What I'm saying, right. What I'm saying is what you were suggesting is love. Yeah, she's telling me that's mean. But that's that's how we that's how we flip the understanding of truth. And when something is marketed to you for over two to three hundred years one way, it's hard for you to flip it. But we got to tell the truth and this money we're spending for Christmas is asinine. This money we spend for Valentine's Day is foolish. You love that same person every freaking day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get into preaching, but we got to change. Exactly. And when we the, the contagion goes forward because we want to stay the same and we're hosting it. Right. We want to go out, we want to go out to eat. We want to hug, kiss, turn up. We can't stop. Yeah. Yeah. And if we stopped, it can't be hosted. It is simple as that. It needs a host. We're hosting it in our own selfish natures. Yeah. And, and that's just it. And so. I don't, we, we got to do better when it comes to everything. You know, we got to take this, 2020 should have been a reflection for us to get away from this stuff. No. Well, with people that um, have seen a dramatic decrease in their income, I don't see how it could be difficult. Hmm. They're buying Christmas gifts. I no. promise you that. They're buying Christmas gifts. I promise you. And then around this Christmas, they make everything higher. Travel, gas. They fleece you. I got a priest. Go ahead. $15 every two weeks. <laughs> Fill up my gas tank. Wow. Yep. That's pretty I good. go to the gas station twice a month. And I spend maybe, depending on if gas is already in there, mm -hmm. $13 and $15 to fill it up. That's what's up. That's what we have to get to. We got to, and and also move around without cars all the damn time. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have to look at the society that was built for us and access it the way that we are built. We want to access how it was built, but you ain't built that way. And our food is included. We are yeah. not built to consume certain foods. I think no human is built to consume some of the foods that we eat and some of the ingredients in the food. Okay. Which is why we have eczema, which is why we have diabetes. Yep. I mean, all of these diseases and symptoms derived from are food. not natural. Yes. They are common, but they're not natural. If we're eating natural plants, 
whole foods. You're not getting no eczema. You're not getting Nathan. You're not getting no rash. No. No. But we want to eat whatever is put in front of us and they make put the sugar on it. We love it. Sugar, the cheese. I'm not, I mean, I, I, you know, I used to love cheese. I'm not a cheese person. I don't eat that much because I, you know, break out in acne really bad when I eat cheese. I don't, you know, it's kind of easy for me to like, eh, no. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I love sugar too. Me too. You know? But no, we gotta do better. But it's hard to do better. It's hard to do better when you're depressed. It's hard to do better when you have a lot of kids and they're schooling online and you're trying to work from home and trying to help them. Yeah. yeah. It's hard when you don't have a lot of money and this is cheaper yeah. than this over here. It's hard to do better when you don't have a lot of support for yourself, whether it's family or friend. It's hard. It's hard. It's and now hard. we're isolated. You know, yeah. like you said, the way we're communicating and interacting with each other is a lot different. So... You know, it's easy to feel alone in this situation and it's easy to get depressed and down and out and to get a lot of self-pity. Like I've experienced all of these things that I'm talking about. And um, it's, you know, the, the deeper we go into this uh, abyss of, you know, uh, not feeling good, it's harder to get ourselves out of it, you know? So my contribution to the planet is what I do for a living. There is so many ancillary factors to keep you in that place, in that space. And, 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 that's, and that's set up in a lot of ways because they know if, if you keep the chaos, it's hard to come out the barrel. Yep. You know, so there are, but you have to be intentional about change. Yeah. And, and, and find ways to change and look at other people. And listen, you better tune into them Fit Twins because we're going to give you some tools. That's right. That's right. We're going to give you some tools to change this thing because we can't keep falling for this okie toke. No. We're talking to the sisters. Yeah. And the brothers. We're talking to everybody, but you know. Yeah, sisters, if you're in this and you need to talk to somebody or you need to figure out what to do to change your life, I do free consultation. You just go to my website and book a 30 minute free consultation and we can talk it out. What's your website? Uh, FitTribeWellness.com. See, see, y'all, that was business right there. She plugged. Oh, that was my heart. That was my heart. I'm just saying, I'm just telling people that's how you have to do. You know, you have to find a way. Some your heart and your business, all of that is together. And you know, get people. One thing you said, um, it it made me think. You know, even for me, sometimes, which is why I back away from the social media. Like I'll post. Mm -hmm. And I might look for like a couple of minutes, but I don't really stay on social media that much. Is because I noticed this year, I started not feeling good after I got off social media because I was comparing myself to other people. I'm like, wow, this person has done this much and I've only done this. And we're not even in the same industry. And I'm just feeling all low and inadequate. And, mm -hmm. and I noticed like, okay, if I stay off social media and if I don't use my phone too much, I'm like in a better mood. I noticed it with my children. Like if I take their phones and their devices, they're mad for like the first five or 10 minutes, but then everybody like playing and actually interacting with each other, which is what's supposed to happen. So I would just recommend maybe stepping away from social media, which can be hard because that's addictive too. What? You know, eating your sugar while you're on social media is heaven. 
you know? That's right. That's right. That, that is true. Social media, you know, before Black Box, I didn't do social media. I didn't have any, I don't have any private pages or anything. But Black, this social media game, it is, it is whoever thought of it, I'm telling you. Well, it was the, it was a it, white men. Of course. Asocial, asocial and probably asexual white men. Yeah. And, and they put a capitalistic spin on it. Cause mm -hmm. I was telling someone, it was like, well, I didn't get your stuff. I'm like, listen, Facebook and these algorithms are built just like capitalism. If you don't feed into it, it don't feed your information. So it has to make money. You got to service it for it to service you. Yeah. So it tells me who makes it because you only set up things the way you are. Mm -hmm. You might say, oh, people say, oh, I'm not a racist. Oh, you're not. But let me look at your actions. Let me see how you live. Let yeah. me see your environment. Because what you do is most of the times what you are. What you say is what you're doing for other people. You want to look good. Mm -hmm. What you do is what you are. And when you look at these algorithms, you have to put in. They have to make some money off you. You have to participate. Or they don't show your stuff. And if they don't like you, they put you in jail. It's just like capital. <laughs> so if you say something wrong, you go to Facebook jail. If, 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 if you don't participate, they don't move your shit. It is all contrived foolishness. Yeah. And the billionaires that make money off it are all white men. The Zuckies, the Twitter boys, yeah. you know, Bill, um, Bill Gates and the crew. They so, all are making money off of our addictions and they control information. They control and when you control it. information, you control society. Huh? Mm -hmm. They control it, they trade it, they sell it, they buy it. Um, I, I recently saw a video very disturbing on Instagram that as of December 20th, their, um, I guess their privacy policies have changed and it's Ooh. very, very, very disturbing. Mm. Like if I didn't have a business, you would, you would leave. I would deactivate my account and delete everything like, or like I'm actually considering getting a separate phone just for social media. No contacts on there, no text messaging is strictly for social media because they are saying, if you use Instagram, you automatically agree that they can log, log into your phone and see, have access to whatever's in your phone, including contacts including devices in your household close by, including GPS and where you are at that, that, at that moment. Wow. Um, at, like access to like everything, basically. That's why it was, that's why it was, that's why it was created to have access to people's lives. Even if you get another phone, it has to hit their um, poles. You need, we got, they will find you. Yeah. They have every access. That is why it's created. Even yeah. when you look at money, they're going to take money out of society and it's going to be digital. You're oh. not going to be able to put no money under your, your, your for later because they're going to have to, you're gonna, it's going to be digital. So they're going to see every piece yeah. that you have. Track it. Yep. Because you see those signs now that say coin shortage. Yeah, right. 
There's no coin shortage. They're making it short. They're making it short. They're making it short. And we have to be clear about what's going on around us and that these same people control everything that we do. And they sit and they have enough resources to do it. If you control information, you control society. If you control information, if you control the food, if you control the banks. Mm. Money, banks, and yeah, that's it. Money, information, and then what you consume, which is food. You you got a society there. And that's what we see in this acculturated society we live in, this, this capitalistic movement. And, and, and we're getting entertained from it, so we don't understand in a lot of ways. But that entertainment has... <laughs> It has consequences. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all good. But that's not what we're here for. But typically, it's good to talk about that, though. Yeah, it's good to talk about it because some people aren't aware. Some people, they just, you know, kind of go with the flow, don't question anything. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, we're, we, it's good to plant seeds. It is. It's good to plant seeds. I tell people, you ever had surgery? They got your DNA. Stop crying. Stop acting like you don't know. You ever been a doctor? You're done. You're cataloged. <laughs> so people say, oh, I'm hot. No, you're not hiding. They ever cut you? <laughs> they know they have it all. Because to cut and put you on the side, you got to get some fluids from somewhere. So they got to break it down. So there's a, there's a panel of your DNA somewhere. What do they do with it? Well, they have to utilize. It's, it's just your medical footprint. You know, it's not really, and, and who knows what they're doing with it, but you have to have a medical footprint. Let's say you get sick or something, it's like, what's your blood type? Mm-hmm. Then your blood type, your, your, your blood type has genetic markers. Mm-hmm. Those genetic markers match you to um, whatever you would need for, flu- for the fluidity in your body, for mm-hmm. the organs, in, when, when people need transplantation, there's a breakdown for that in DNA. All of that has to be studied so you can get that match. Yeah. They can't fix you if they don't know how to put the right stuff in you. So you got to break down those markers and those different DNA patterns. So they know. Yeah. We live in a society that they all know. <laughs> but the, the process is, how do you function in that? No. You have to function in your greatness. And you can't, like you said, eat terrible and function at a high level. Yeah. You can't eat terribly. You can't breathe shallowly. You, yeah. can't, you can't not move. Meaning mm. activity. It don't even have to be lifting weights or cardio, just going out for a walk. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. You can't, yeah, you know, we have to take care of ourselves. Yeah, you have to take care of yourself. And a lot of times that's the last thing we do. Yes. Take care of other people, mm-hmm. whether if we are accommodating how someone else might feel. So yeah. we don't say or do something. And so we take that hit. We don't do any self-care. We don't do any quality time for ourselves. We don't do introspection. We don't just, you know, sit quietly. You know, some, you know, like 2020, I met myself in different ways for the first time. I, I introduced myself to a different part of myself in, a, in, you know, in certain ways. And I think, like you said, when you always ripping and running, you can't, you can't hear the greatness. You can't hear or tap into the creativity. So it just kind of goes and comes. I don't really think it goes, but I think it, you know, goes on the back burner. Yeah. It goes it's on the back burner out of out of your the forefront of your mind 
Yeah. And, and, and kind of gets lost temporarily or forgotten about temporarily. And we got to get back to that. Especially Black people. We're the most creative beings on earth. Everyone knows but us. And, and we, everyone knows but us. Everyone knows but us. Including our history. Including our history. Everyone we, else knows our history and our greatness except but us. us. But us. It is, and that is the biggest issue. You when you you can't know where you're going if you don't know where you came. You got to find out. If someone tells you you're a dog and you know you're a king, you're not listening to that. You're not offended either. But because you don't know you're a king, you can contemplate being a dog, and then the dog becomes the thug. And then the thug becomes the jail, the, the person in jail. This is how our, we, we've come to this because of lack of knowledge of self, self-care, self-knowledge, self-actualization. We got to get it. Creativities from within self is black people all day, but we give it to everybody else. We got to look at this. We got to change. And it's not like someone else won't benefit. But you have to know your worth so you can leverage the benefit. A lot of women don't know their worth. That's it. Women that I that I work with don't have a clue, right? They don't have a clue. Mm. A lot of the black women that I work with, I gotta. Ah. I gotta lift their chin up. Like today, I had a client had lift her chin up. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's like. You know, a lot of times, how do I word? A lot of times, you know, us women, we hold our head down and we feel a certain kind of way uh, other than great over something that is teaching us a lesson, but it shouldn't, we shouldn't internalize it and, 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 and let that lesson look at that lesson as a reflection of ourselves. It's a reflection of the lesson. It's a reflection of the other person bringing the lesson. It's a reflection of the trigger that the lesson has caused, yeah. but it is not a reflection of our greatness or lack of. And a lot of women internalize, they're like, oh, well, if I'm being treated like this, or if this is happening, black women go off in a minute. If you get short 10 cents by the cashier or you think somebody cutting in line or you think somebody slighting you, we're gonna take care of that. And that's that's that <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> we don't play that. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and it's like, no, that's not a reflection of you. It isn't. Let it go. Let it go. I've learned that, sis. But you know what? A lot of times it's from being attacked. Absolutely. The, the normality of how we function comes from a, a, a desperate place. We're Absolutely. always trying to be, we've always been attacked. So we're always fighting for that, for that platform, that place where we have respect. We're always being attacked by every, all directions. All directions, even yeah. Even our own, even our own right? Mm -hmm. I, recently, I recently heard that shame, what is it, shame? We shame people. Yeah. We make people feel guilty. Mm. Um, we insult. Yes. And we have the need to be right. <laughs> Say it again. Black women. Black women. Shame, guilt, insult, and the need to be right. 
We got to write that down, sis. That's for that's for the WBW right there. And I was like, whoa, I can relate many times. You said shame, insult. Yeah, we shame people. Like you, you, you know, we shame people. We make them feel guilty. Mm-hmm. We have to have. We have to be right. And sometimes we're insulting. Not all that's negative. All of this is negative, but this is this is to your point that we are so used to being attacked and defended, and that this is our, I believe, our attempt. That's our mechanisms. Yep. To prop ourselves up, but that's not the way to prop yourself up. That's just a, a poor. It's a it's a reflection of your lower self. Woo! We want a, we want a, ref, a reflection of our higher self. All day. And how do we do that? Awareness. Mm-hmm. breath not internalizing the lessons that are being put before us if we take our time and we are aware if we take our time and we breathe and we realize okay no he didn't because you know we're gonna have some kind of internal dialogue even if we don't say it right like oh my god no he didn't oh my god no she didn't <laughs> well that's a reflection of them even if they're trying to get back at us for something, that is a reflection of them, right? Mm-hmm. What would your higher self do? Yes, we got to tap into her. A lot of, yeah, a lot of us, a lot of us are so quick to go into our lower nature because we're we're in survival mode. That's what happens when you go into live in that lower nature. Absolutely, twenty twenty has has thrown so many people into survival mode. Now, Black women have always, I think, for a better- We live in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's even further, you know what I mean? It's- Yeah, by, by circumstance. Right. Circumstance make it more, the, 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 um, and more present. But we live in that. So, but, but, but that is a, only Black women can say that to Black women though. And so I love you saying that because you're one. And some white woman told me, I'm like, listen, sis, <laughs> you don't know nothing about this. But to hear these things from Black women, we walk the same path. And we must, we, we as Black women must find our higher self. It's not in a weave store. It's not at the nail factory. It's not in Snickers. It's not... Say it again. It's not I, sneaker. I used to love sneakers. That's why I said that. You know, I thought so my- the sneakerhead thing is out of control. Yeah. It is not in the outside. It's inside. You gotta bring it out. We keep we keep dressing this up. And even people work out, oh girl, I'm gonna look good in my clothes. But let me tell you what looks good is that shine from working out. Yes, you're gonna look good because your body's gonna conform. But the shine that comes from inside, shorty, that That, light. That's the beauty. That thing is beautiful. Yeah. And we got to work on that. It's hard. It's hard. You know. People that don't want to heal. Ooh, you better not make me get up and and (laughs) clap. They don't want to heal, girl. A lot of people that don't want to heal because they love it. Well, it's comfortable. Yeah. We're set in our ways, right? And even though we know it doesn't serve us, 
we're, we're it's it's we recognize it and we're comfortable with it's it. Comfortable. That it's not good for us, but but it's comfortable. It's comfortable. And I'd rather be comfortable and negative. Right? What? Why not? So so there's so there's that. Then there's also um, I'm scared, I don't know what to do. There's also um, you know, yeah, I want to try this, but you know, there's you know, there's so many reasons why people don't want to heal. Um, it is, um, but it's very painful. It's mm -hmm. very, it's not. You know, I don't know where a lot of people get this. You know, running through a field of lilies is your definition of healing. That's not my experience. My experience is 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 not that. Ain't no lilies in the hood. So I don't want to hear nothing but no running through no damn lilies. You yeah. better sit on the couch. You better yeah. eat better. You better find access people who who you are the dumbest in the room. You better learn something. I'm telling you, you got to change your space. I said it earlier. When you're uncomfortable, you that's where the growth is at. Yeah. That's what changed my life is putting myself in places where I was virtually uncomfortable. I felt yeah. I shouldn't be there. I felt I wasn't smart enough. And I still do that. I want to power up around women who are smarter than me. Because mm -hmm. I learn from them. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we got to do better. You know, everybody want to keep it real. What the hell is keeping it real? All y'all dumb. <laughs> <laughs> everybody dumb who keeping it real together. <laughs> but um, we, you know, we've been on here hours just just, just, we really chopped this one up. This is straight chop up right here. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. 2021 is is here. Mm -hmm. We, I'm, I'm, I don't know, about seven days away, 10 days away, we're close. What is your five principles for 2021? What are you doing in your life? Not business, because you know we're going after that. What are you doing as like, almost like a resolution, but like principles for what you're gonna do next? What are you moving towards? How are you gonna be? I'm going to uh, lead uh, with love and compassion. Mm. I am going to uh, be more strategic and efficient. And I am going to also um, show up as my better, a uh, uh, better version, if you will, that I um, so desperately want the women I help to do. Mm. I say ditto. <laughs> <laughs> you done thought it all out. I'm just gonna ditto. <laughs> no, I didn't think it all out. Like that's just that's just what popped into my head. But, but what you said was so powerful because it made it touch. It made you hold that voice. You cradled it. You don't even know. You went um, with both hands. <laughs> Real talk. And, you know, it's just that. And I know it, that came from inside. Like, you really felt that. Yeah. Like, um, because being my higher self is so important. And, and showing up and being consistent about that and intentional. And just being a, a vessel of love. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's really all I need for 2021. Everything else will fall into places. 
everything else will fall into place. I think all of our ancillary initiatives in life starts with what we present to be or what we are. Yeah, yeah. So if you're in a place where you're building, growing, cultivating, giving unselfishly, everything around you blooms towards that. Yeah. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I just, I say ditto. <laughs> so <I> was, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is that I say ditto. And, you know, and I put my little spin on it because you're you and I'm me. But that that's why I just really appreciate you. I want to say in 20, before we end this, is how much I appreciate you. Aww. You know, um, how much I love you. you. You're so great. You're so special. Um, you, you, you open yourself up to me. You're, you, you always want to help. You've just been a resource. And, and I, and I just want the people to know, you know, we're the fit twins, but you to go here. You're Thank wonderful. You, you know, and, um, this thing that we're going to do trying to bring black women towards a better place when it comes to health and, and, and tools is coming through you and, and, and I am so um, blessed to be able to partner with you and bring this to people. Oh, thank you. Your twin is the best thing ever. I, I just want you to know that. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you creating this platform and, you know, just going through the streets of Baltimore and just allowing, you know, people from all walks of life to, to, to sit and, and for you to discuss and even pull out gems from them so that you know, the black community can, can benefit from, I mean, you're intelligent, you're funny, you know, um, I think you are extremely valuable, um, to black communities, not even just Baltimore, but just like whoever can, can get a hold of your website, listen to some of your content, um, um, would definitely benefit. So I want you to keep going. I want you to do those monthly newsletters so you won't be tomorrow, y'all. <laughs> it's coming tomorrow. I did it, D. Good, good, good. Just keep keep doing Black Box Radio. I'm always be here for you. Yeah, and, and same here. And 2021 is gonna do some great things for us. Absolutely. Yeah. But starts with love. Huh? Congratulations on being a grant recipient. Oh well, thank you wanna you. you wanna tell the people? You know what I what, what grant I got. Who told you about that? You did. I did. Oh, I sure did. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling your business. I know you're telling my business. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm so um, like I said, you like you said, I'm so private. But yeah, I've um, Black Box Radio has been um, recognized. Well, not recognized, but we uh, entered into the Elevation Award, and we are an awardee for 2021. Yeah, it's a blessing. We're starting a project that um, was sewing to children in Baltimore, to Opportunity Youth, we wanna say, not children, but Opportunity Youth to try to give them better outcomes. And that's that's what we're here to do is to, is to um, build. And um, this is a definitely a, uh, a vehicle for that and I appreciate it and I'm and I'm glad that I've been blessed with it and I'm going to do my best as always as always to bring it to the people so um we're going to do some last will and testaments because this is 2020 and it's about to be boxed up 
<laughs> so we're gonna um, say our last will. What's yours? Um. Hmm. Well, since you went first, you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first because I don't want you saying ditto. <laughs> I was gonna say ditto. <laughs> Um, last one and testament. You know, I always ask people this and I never say one. But um, I'm pouring my aqua. I'm on my second cup. What you doing over there with that? Looking good, looking good. So uh, my last will and testament is, you know what, I just I wanna I wanna lead with love. I wanna provide opportunity for black people in a way that they can express themselves. I want to authentically tell the stories of Black people that comes from authentic, authentic lens of being Black. But I also want to be a good, set, good citizen, a good sister, a good um, child to my parent. I want to do so many things. But I think that the world and Baltimore needs consistency, um, needs presence. And when it comes to the community, I want to be that for the, be a part of that because I can't be that in so many layers of the black community. But I want to be a, um, a resource for black people um, that they don't normally have. And next year is um, a way that I, I would love to build that. And as a person, I just want to keep giving. I think um, my life is service and I'm going to continue serving and loving and giving. And as long as I stay in that place, growth is imminent. Beautiful. Ditto. <laughs> no. Um, what I would, I, in uh, uh, the actually holds true and, and it, it addresses what you said. I was gonna say this if I was gonna go first and that is um, to know, love and grow thyself. Because if you do those things, everything else will fall into place. If you continue to neglect, mistreat and hate yourself, hmm. you really cannot show up in a way that will actually help anyone else, especially you. So if you uh, know, love, and grow thyself, um, anything is possible in, um, in, in your most highest self. So um, I've noticed that when I neglect myself and I just give, 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 give to everybody, give, give, and then it's like 10 o'clock and I pass out. I can't even like take a bath or a shower and I get up and I do the same thing. I give, 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 and I neglect myself. And when I'm trying to accomplish a goal, it's almost like the goal is running away. It's almost like I can't, like, hold on, come back here. Catch up. And then when I stop, take a breath <laughs> and, and really just focus inward, I can literally sit there and everything will come to me. Mm. If I know myself, grow myself, and love myself. And I've never said this before out loud. I've never even thought it. 
it's just completely came to me. It's almost like a down, I get downloads, I get messages. Yeah. So I'm just kind of a messenger. But those it is. Yeah. It's, it's that thing, man. If you do those three things, um, not only will you be operating in your most greatness, higher self, but um, people will start to see it and feel it. And it becomes contagious. Yes. It becomes contagious. When you operate in your higher self, it becomes contagious. You know, when I see someone like I have, you know, we all have certain areas we're trying to work on. And one of the areas for me is, is patience. Sometimes I don't have a lot of patience. And then when I see someone with patience in a situation that I've been in where I did not have it, you know, I'm like, wow, that was beautiful. Mm. Wow, that was that was inspiring. I need to work on my patience because it wasn't that serious. I could have been patient. You know what I mean? All day, all day, all day. So, yeah. Grow, so was it know thyself, love thyself, grow thyself. Mm. Prophetic. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I'm telling you that 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 is it. Ooh. Love thyself, grow thyself. And what else? Love thyself. Yes, yeah, love thyself, grow thyself. Know thyself. Know thyself. That's right. We don't know some of us don't know who we are. Mm. We 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 think so we're 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 more married to the illusion of who we think we need to be for these other people. Yes. Whether if it's for acceptance, really, that's all there is, right? That's all it really is, yeah. So we've got to live in the shadow of the illusion for other people. So we are disconnected, a lot of us, from ourselves. Sometimes people are like, oh, what you want? And I'm like, damn, I don't even know. I'm so used to getting this for this one or getting this one. So I just usually get this flavor. But hey, what flavor do I really want? <laughs> what color do I really want to wear? I don't know. We don't know. No, no. So we need to know ourselves. And then once we get we know who we are, we need to love it. We need yeah. to love ourselves. Right? In steps. Know it, love it, and now you love it, now you can grow it. Yes. Love that. You see what that last will and testament do? It bring out some jewels. Yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. So I wonder if we're gonna hear from Charlie. G Forte, because he's been on every Zoom. So we need, are we going to hear a last will and testament from him? Is he going to come on the camera and unmute himself? And say something? I mean, I wonder if that's going to happen. No last will and testament, but I will let you, everyone know that if you've enjoyed this conversation, you should visit blackboxradio.com. That's B-L-A-K-B-O-X-X-R-A-D-I-O.com. And make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss anything that comes out. Also, another uh, cool trick, once you go to the website, if you want to binge all of the Fit Twins, all the health and wellness content that we've done, just click the little green tab above the post and you'll see all of the Fit Twins episodes. So make sure you check it out. And everyone, I hope you are staying safe and enjoying your time. Yay. Yay. Listen, um... Let's get a little business in. I want you to visit fittrywellness.com. That's twins joint, right? Am I right? That's right, fittrywellness.com. Fittrywellness and visit that blackboxradio.com. We got some jewels on there. So 
Family, we want to say have a blessed holiday. Happy New Year. And we're going to see you in 2021. Right, D? 2021. We boxed out. Peace. Hey.